It don't say Renegade Coach on it, but I still like it. Yeah, that's cute. I like yours too. It looks like a, it's like one of them teeth. It's kind of like remember them teeth in school. The dental hygienist come and they had that big ass tooth. I see. This is a good teeth. My mom's gonna do my laundry. I gotta do my own. My mom's gonna do my own. Your mom did the laundry. That's fucked up. I see she let you out the house, son. <laughs> She's anyway, just out you. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious show. Yo, Yo for real. Yeah, it is. It is, man. It is. We got a lot of stuff happening this week. Yeah, we got to do got laugh a little bit. We got to introduce ourselves, yeah. brother. Who are you? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's Kamal K. Franklin. Yo, attorney, activist, organizer, man on the go. That's it. Okay. No, you can go next. Go ahead. Who the fuck okay. are you? Right. And this cat right here. And I go by the Ear Doctor. You can catch me at Playback Sound Studio ATL. And I produce and I DJ. And I'm here to talk that talk. Let's get it. Okay. Oh, look you at know, him trying to sound smooth, though. He tried to yeah, sound smooth. smooth that shit, wasn't he? I know. It sounded it's like, well rehearsed. You know, Woodrow Wilson. Anyways, Kalaja <laughs> Jamatanga, the motherfucking riot starter. Starting rebellion and an uprising, in case y'all unfamiliar. All right. We live and direct from the Wild West. Yeah. Wild, Wild West End. You know what I mean? True. Where you can hit them gunshots. <laughs> yes. You let off out this motherfucker. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? We'll run from police. And right now, Ooh. I want I want to say that we are we are right now, at this very moment, we are about a mile and a half from where Rayshard Brooks was, was assassinated mm -hmm. in cold blood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Also, our office, community movement builders, Yahoo movement, we are 1.5 miles away from the scene of the crime. And we like to start this segment off saying, motherfuck the police. And at Wendy's. That's right. right. That Wendy's don't be serving no more bad food or calling the cops on nobody no more. That's for damn sure. That's right. Fuck your your, your non-nutritional foods and shit that you sell. And fuck Dave too, the the, the <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> who started Wendy's. And his daughter. And his, and his, and his daughter. daughter. <laughs> fuck Dave and Wendy. Maybe and his daughter fuck. who looked like the ear doctor. Fuck him. Exactly. His daughter oh, who looked like the ear doctor. What's bad. her name? Oh, Wendy. Ain't her name fucking Wendy? Hey. I oh, Wendy. Point. My bad. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> Context clues. Okay. Context clues. Yes. The Afro dread dreadlock over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get the show started, man. Y'all play uh, too much. Yeah, we'll be back, yo. <laughs> We're going to be right back after this message. I spark fear in their hearts with 50,000 watts of light beams from out the deepest chasms of the darkness. These first I leave my mark and they say they can't mark it. But these is gemstones, bezel cut, laying in gold copper, language so proper. I enunciate the doctrine, taking converts. You wonder why my name is so popular. I came from a jungle made of concrete and conflict. Liars and them tigers and them bears. Hell yeah, yeah. There was the homie Cyrock cracking on. You know what I mean? Shout out to Cy Rock. Shout out to Soul Messiah and all those good folks. Word. You know, providing that that hot music right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cy Rock's a dope MC. Matter of fact, yeah. she supported the movement for, for quite a while. You know what I mean? She's in our Rhapsody Apple video. Matter of fact, her and I got a song together. Word. That's right. From the Troy Davis compilation. Ah, yeah. word. How do we got to play that if we could get some of the songs we have? I don't, I, think just, okay. I don't think you can find it. I don't think you can be able to find that song. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> maybe they, they maybe they with the t-shirt. Anyway, this is really a culture. Really culture podcast. So you can find Kalaja Jamatanga and all the haters. You know what I mean? Of all of all ethnicities. You know what I'm saying? We got white haters here. We got black haters here. We got Jamaican haters over there on the bomba clock. You know what I'm saying? We got Kamal. He's from Switzerland somewhere. You know what I mean? We got his muggy ass. You know let's, let's, let's hate on some people that's killing people over let's there. Do that. Let's cool. do that. Lay it down, Kalaji. Tell, tell the folks what happened last week. Yeah, so basically, um, since our last episode, it's crazy because of the fact that um, we, we really need to be doing this shit 
on a, on a regular basis because the news is changing fast. It's like everything is, is micro. You almost forget shit because of the fact that within a week's time, it, it seems like, you know, shit took, was, was like two, three weeks of shit. It's like we're in that revolution time right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where, where shit is like constantly changing, constantly changing at a rapid rate. So anyway, last week, by now, most of the world has heard that a young man, 27-year-old Rayshard Brooks, was at a Wendy's drive through over in the Atlanta area. Um, he was on the university side of Atlanta, and uh, he was, you know, uh, allegedly, he was drunk. Matter of fact, I ain't even going to say allegedly. We saw the tape, whatever. Yeah, His brother had been drinking. You know what I mean? It was his daughter's eighth birthday. So my man got a little tipsy, you know, and I guess he decided to go get his something to eat. So he ended up falling asleep over at Wendy's. And uh, some of the employees at Wendy's decided it was a good idea to call the police. Now, we've been telling y'all for the longest, don't call the fucking police. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that the police are our enemy, not sometimes, but all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they thought they was doing something by calling the police, and they called the police. And for about 40-something minutes, uh, the police chatted them up, and then they decided they was going to lock the brother up. So the brother decided, like, look, fuck that. So they pulled mm-hmm. the taser out. They go to tase him. Um, first they miss. They're trying to wrestle him. And he straight fuck him up, flip him over, yeah. grab their taser, and dip off with it. You know? So the, the pigs, they find that, uh, you know, they're embarrassed because there's so many good black folks around. And they want to set an example that any slave that try to fight this slave master and try to run will get, will get clapped. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So they couldn't catch him. So they end up shooting him in the back. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we've seen over the, the last few days, recent developments. We saw that, uh, you know, that, that one of the officers kicked him. Another one stood on his shoulder while, uh, while he was on the, uh, while he was laying down after they'd already shot him in the back. You know, mm-hmm. um, I saw a tape, a clip of one of the rank, the higher ranking uh, white shirts. They came up to uh, the, the clown who shot him and he's asking him, you know, he's telling him, you know, my, my main priority is you and I'm glad you are right. And I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, you know, fuck Rayshard Brooks. We're mm-hmm. glad that your happy pig ass is all right. We're going to take yeah. care of And then but the other thing, was, yeah. I was going to say, the other thing that took place, one of the good things that took place is right afterwards, within several hours, folks started to gather on the corner in the neighborhood. Uh, like we said, this is like in the West End. Um, folks started to gather, protest right away. And then they did, you know, what we've been talking about a lot of times, folks started to exact a price. So if you kill a black man, you kill a black person, and there's going to be some retribution for it. And that Wendy's right. went up in smoke, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so folks understand, uh, at least it's getting through to folks, it's like, it's not going to be just people going to come and protest Al Sharpen style, come at 5 p.m. because the permit says 5 o'clock, then leave at seven o'clock because the permit says that like the march is over at seven o'clock. Do a little praying and then then folks are gone. Folks are out in the street really just just like kicking shit over, man. So at least uh, you know it's a sad story because you're right. There's so many other ways that could have went down. They could have they could have let that brother sleep it off in the parking lot. They could have called the Uber for him. Any human decency, if they can get Dylan Roof, who killed uh, uh, eight black folks in a church, right? They can get no, that dude no, no. to the Burger King and, right. and take him in without one shot being fired. How the hell are they right. going to kill somebody who's drunk, shoot him in the back? Like you said, because uh, it's strict embarrassment. They mad because the brother right. by himself, drunk, beat the shit out of both of them and ran off and they too lazy to chase. So they just shoot him out of anger. Right. But the ill shit about that, not only did, uh, you know, was an embarrassment. They, I mean, they should have been embarrassed because of the fact that by their own admitting. This 27-year-old man is drunk. So in other words, you let a drunk man, a drunk man, whoop both of y'all ass, Mm -hmm. take your fucking taser, and then outrun you. You don't deserve to be on a police force. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these cops were young, too. It wasn't like they were some old, fat, donut-eating motherfuckers. They Mm -hmm. were some some young, nasty bastards, young, perverted Mm -hmm. motherfuckers. And, you know, they they couldn't even fucking run him down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and they, they were overtaken. And, and not only that, they fired and they put other people at risk. And we understand that uh, in recent development that someone's car was shot. They shot through uh, while shooting at him. They, mm-hmm. they went through someone's car and right. luckily no one was hit. You yeah. know what I mean? So Part know, of the story is that they almost killed somebody's daughter 
because they because right, right. of the straight bullet kind of thing. And that's what you're and right. so there were witnesses who saw all of this go down and they verified that the, the cops again, they 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 took their original story was that he was turning back at them with the taser gun and they felt threatened, but they had already searched him, so they knew he had no other weapon on him. But the right. ver the the so far the evidence is showing that he was shot in the back twice. So right. there's no way that he was a threat to them running away. And even if he had the taser and he was pointing it back, who the hell would have aim a taser when you running away in the opposite direction? Right? He's far they, too, they, he's they too far back away. Look at them dozen things they could have done. Right. Now the thing the thing the thing I wanna I wanna bring bring to it too, man, that I wanna mention, um about how fucked up it is. I mean, you have so many people here. I've I've read stories, folks talking about, well, you know, um, you know, the brothers shouldn't have fought back and this and that, and he was out of line and so on and so forth. Let, let me go on record as saying, if a motherfucker trying to tase me, you got damn right. If I could grab the fucking taser, why wouldn't it? Do you think I want an electric shock? Who the fuck want to be shocked? He was supposed to grab it. Yeah. And and if you talking about taking me to jail because I'm drunk in a fucking car and I'm parked. <laughs> Fuck you! Mm -hmm. I should fight you. You need your ass beat. Yeah. You know what I mean. So Rayshard Brooks, we give him a a a, a hero's award, even though he it, the heroic act was not him being drunk, but the heroic mm -hmm. act was that he was fighting to save his life. He was trying not to be a fucking slave to the system. You got this whole COVID nineteen bullshit going on, and you want to run me the fuck in because I'm drunk. I'm celebrating mm -hmm. my eight year old daughter's birthday, so now my daughter is traumatized for the rest of her days. Because on her birthday, mm. she has to remember that her father was assassinated by a fucking pig. Now, what mm. these police do not realize, what they're not understanding is the fact that you're, you're creating, just like slavery, generations of terror, generations of trauma. So you're going to have motherfuckers, people hating you, hating your monkey ass for generations down the line because of the fact that you killed their father, you killed their grandfather, and so on and so forth, uncles, friends, and that's just one case. You know what I mean? And you would think that these arrogant bastards during this time, after Keisha put her big happy ass up on the TV <laughs> talking about, uh, yeah, well, we, you know, everybody go home and all that bullshit. You would think, you would think that y'all would get your act together, but instead you keep, you keep on embarrassing. Now I want to mention too, that folks are talking about, well, at least the police chief uh, uh, resigned. Yeah. Fuck the police chief. Her monkey ass didn't quit the force. She transferred yeah. a position. Mm -hmm. And that's some shit that we would do. If yeah. Kamal do some dumb shit, we say, okay, boom, Kamal, we're going to have you as the, you know, the food and beverage manager and shit, <laughs> like the mob do. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to put Naka in as, as fucking president. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean Naka has any fucking power. Yeah. It just means that we're transferring some shit. We trade, yeah, we trade. Somebody we, has to bite the bullet. We're playing the show right. game. And that's, and that's, exactly. and then if she got fired, it don't mean nothing because the structure is the same. They're just going to put some other dude or other woman up in there they're going to do the whole same okey-doke. There's no change in the structure. There's no change in guidelines. There's no change in who is control. They still control the fucking block, right? These cops are still in control of our lives. So none of that has changed. And again, because the Wendy's got burned down, you, you know, the district attorney, Emikisha, came out and she fired that cop. That's the only reason he got fired, because there was some videotape because people burned down that Wendy's. Don't let nobody tell you no lie that she did it out of some goodwill or because she... She wants to believe or trust in black communities. She did that because she said, I can't have this happen here again. So she, so they, right. they fired that cop. And then Paul Howard, the district attorney, immediately started filing charges, right? Um, and now he's in the runoff, is that right? Yeah, he's in the runoff now. Runoff. So he's trying to, he's trying to watch yeah. his, he, he's trying straight, to get his black politics voter. politics right here. Yeah, he's yeah, trying to get his black voter. Yeah. He, he ain't indict a motherfocker his, nope. his whole tenure. Now all of a sudden. <laughs> he's like, charge him, charge him. It's like, look. I want a black card. We'll charge him. Exactly. Charge him. I don't yeah. give a wait. Who is he? Charge him. Well, charge him. That's a hit. Yeah. I need to win. I need a victory. That motherfucker. Boy, there's some dirty politics up yeah. in this motherfucker, ain't it? But then Keisha's playing both sides of the fence because yeah. she just gave Double out dope. a uh, a $500 bonus to all Atlanta cops. What they getting a bonus for? For killing us? Yeah, like, thank you for murdering us. Thank you for yeah. I was like, what the hell is that about? You think that's good politics in this time? You gonna give them cops? You gonna give them bastards bonuses? That was a stimulus check. <laughs> she, said, she said, "Don't walk off. Here's five hundred extra dollars. So you can go buy some more bullets and go fuck somebody else up on your spare time. Make sure you get a gun that you can throw away, motherfucker." Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what the fuck she said. Yo, after this break, we gotta definitely come back and talk about these cops just walking off. Cause I mean, you just walk out. 
if you was to just walk off your job, yeah. you don't get fired. They could come back anytime. He, or they, what, well, he ain't got a job. Work? You, can't, you can't say that to him. He don't, he don't do jobs. You can't say that to him. Anybody <laughs> who's got a job. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. If I walk off. If I walk off renegade coaching, I had this motherfucking job for three years. <laughs> you goofy motherfuckers, nobody won't be listening to this shit. Not even y'all. You're like, another sucky show. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right, though. Like, they just walked off, yeah. and, and they protesting, and that, we should get into that. Like, how, how the hell they get to do that at, at some jobs that's supposed to be about public safety? And them motherfuckers hired and loose when he put that tube stock in his head. <laughs> oh, damn. Yo, renegade coaching, we'll be back. Blackout. Spirit is alive. Light another fire if you fucking with the tribe. Five. I said the spirit is alive. Light another fire if you fucking with the tribe. This is the story of the diaspora. A tribute to the daughters of a maroon society. Yo soy negra. Boom. That was dope. Who was that, Doctor? That right there was Nitty Scott. Nitty Scott. Nitty Scott. See, that was a banger right there. She got some she got some pretty nice stuff. I was like, yo, nice, beautiful video. So I just okay. definitely okay. put that on. That looked really African yeah. right there. I was like, what's going on with that? It looked really African. I was I was gonna say, look, I was like, what's going on with that? For like these models up in here with their <laughs> they bikinis oh, yeah. on. <laughs> you're some African garb yeah, on. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying no. yeah. I'm not hating. That was Nitty, that was Nitty Scott and Zap Mama. So you know uh-huh. Nitty Scott Zap Mama. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. A little mixed there. Go Zap. Dope, dope. Okay, check check out uh knock over your tag like he got some type of uh eclectic taste going on this motherfucker. I know. For the you first time in eight weeks he's rocking a Daishiki, so that's cool. I ain't rocking the Dashiki. They had new shirts. Nah, I got, I, yeah, I got my boy uh, Masiki Dave. He just had a little uh, nice show the other day, and we did it right here, playback. So we got okay. Yeah. But yo, I had to play that because she was talking about the Maroons and how, you know, how they did their thing. They, they came out, and it's like about that time because these cops is like, yo, I'm quitting the force. They can have their own little force now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And just start moving on people. We did not bring the education inspiration up in this country. I know. I like that. I like you know that. What I'm and the agitation. He's talking about the maroons and shit. The like last that. time he's talking about maroons, he's talking about his, his alma mater's colors of the of the fucking <laughs> uniform. <laughs> all of a sudden, that's more how. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. You were the, <laughs> you were the most brown. brown the right. walk anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> they ain't even had no shirts. They had no colors. No, but you're right. Like, so color was Negro. These co- uh, like when the when the when the officer got indicted for killing uh, Brooks, these cops decided that they was going to do a walk off in Atlanta mm-hmm. to show again to show Keisha their power. And I'm personally like, right. great, keep walking. We don't need you to come back right. to the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, doing us walk a favor. Off a fucking cliff. Yeah, this is a good time. I mean, and it, you know, this is a good time for for those of us who work in the community to say yes. Right. That's uh, people talking about like abolition. Let's talk about right. uh, uh, community controls and organizing and life without like some centralized force that we got no power over. This is actually yeah. a good time to say, hey, y'all want to go to y'all want to get off the block, get off the block. We don't want you on the block. What you doing? I, I for? think we need to show I think we need to show them what to do. Come on. I think we need to start some type of uh, abolitionist patrol out there. Yeah, you know no, we definitely need to get that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and fuck off the Rolf. That was that was the bastard that was charged or whatever. R O L S E. You know what I mean? So um what they calling it when they walking off, they calling it blue flu. I the hope blue that flu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope that shit is contagious and all the motherfuckers mm-hmm. get it and I hope it's it's fucking uh what do you call that shit? It's uh, worse than COVID. I hope it's worse than COVID. Yeah, yeah, not lethal. What do you call that shit when it's when it when it's uh uh chronic, not chronic, when it when it when it when it when it's hopeless and shit. What fucking Whatever word are you looking for, man? What word are you looking for? Yeah, chronic, lethal, <laughs> deadly. You didn't go to Morris Brown, so I was thinking about chronic. I was thinking about chronic because you like. You I know you was thinking about first. chronic. We know you was thinking about chronic. That's not. That's that's. Not, that's I, look, I looked over at these. I looked over at these glasses. Knock a hat on. I'm like, that shit like look like chronic right there. Shit, you got some tiger lenses and shit. It's just amazing <laughs> for the viewers. I mean, for the listeners, you can't see this shit. You're missing out. Please go to YouTube to Playback TV. 
and see these crazy ass lenses this man have on, you might just have blue fever yourself and jump off a fucking cliff <laughs> and bump your head on a pebble. You, you know what's funny? He came in here this one time and had he had the same glasses like me. It's like, yo, I got some glasses like you. I'm like, yo, man, why you just go bite my style and be happy about it? It's all good though. I'm a I'm an innovator. Take that. Dude, you know what dude, I'm hey, clearly he can't see if he thought I had some glasses on like that bullshit. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Um, blue fever. Like I said, we hope all you motherfuckers get it and croak. Fuck yeah. Fuck the police with a passion. That's yeah, not a threat. I'm them. just praying for you. Yeah. I mean, let I, me I ask y'all this. Talk. Oh, so let, let me ask y'all this. Is it the Black Panthers time again? Like the new Black Panther Party that's gonna come around and fuck the and new do Black Panther Party. There's yeah, no not new the Black, Black Panther, Panther Party. Party. Start with that. But, but yeah, the concept. The concept. The concept of having them patrol. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we need. I think that's, the, that's what we are talking about. Is that we need, we need, we yeah. need forces like we need to organize ourselves to do mm. patrols in our community that only that not only watches whatever's left of the police in our neighborhood and maybe even like again these autonomous zones in Seattle that uh, you know we need our own liberated zones, right? That right. we are we are in there and then, again we're we're helping folks like make sure they get into where they need to go. We're helping them, like if someone again is drunk, instead of like thinking about shooting somebody, we could actually call somebody an Uber and make sure they get their ass home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we need that kind of caring force in our community, not folks in our community who only think about us as uh, as grist for the prison industrial complex. So they can they can get right. promotions because they arrest more of us. They get the judges can get promotions because they sentence us to longer positions, to longer jail terms. That the 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 the, the prisons themselves they got free labor now to work for all these like corporations and, and private industry. Right. Like we don't need that in our community. This is an opportunity right. to break that up. If we so choose to do what you just were talking about, how do we bring back some of that old school organizing? Cats say they want yeah. to do stuff that's, that's really solid and, and really um, something that means something. We got to start walking the block again because this is the time to do it. The rallies and the demonstrations, again, I think that's excellent, but we got to start thinking now what's the long-term impact of us making sure that there's no more cops in our community. Now I want to I want to say when we when I lived in the uh in the West End I'm a part of uh Imam Jamil Alamin's community H Rap Brown and um formerly known as H Rap Brown I was on the suture team and the suture team was the Muslims in the in the community who walked and we did overnight patrols. We made sure nobody was breaking in shit. We made sure no one was uh you know smoking out in the in the streets made sure they weren't fucking up communities so on and so forth. We were out there and we, you know, they respected us because they knew that we, we wasn't fucking around. You know what I mean? So we had shifts from midnight, uh, excuse me, from 9 to 6 a.m. So we had like two hour shifts and it'd be a couple brothers. Each one of us, we'd just be going around the community, whatever, making sure everything's all right. They respected us, like they, like I said, because of the fact that we, we definitely exercise our Second Amendment. We let them know that, you know, we do that. We train, we love you, but we will straight fuck you up if you violate our community because of the fact that we don't want the pigs coming up in here. Um, so that's what we have to do with the Seattle. We got to reimplement this whole concept of a people's army inside of the community, whereas we can uh, bring on that whole decentralization of police. Until we can win win that battle, bringing on a whole decentralization piece, we got to step up and we got to say, listen, brothers and sisters who are interested in controlling uh, public safety, um, and, and, and just uh, taking over the, the uh, security aspect of our community, then step on up. And we think that once our brothers and sisters see that there are sincere forces, there are sincere brothers and sisters that look just like them in the community, that can talk to talk and walk to walk, that ain't no punk, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll get on the right side of history because they'll recognize that, look, you can either deal with us, you can deal with these, this fucking fascist government, you can deal with the state, you know what I'm saying? Um, like they say, contradictions between the uh, the people are reconcilable and contradictions between the people and the state are irreconcilable. So we want to make sure that folks are very clear that the state will never have the interests of the people in, in their in their interests. You know, they never have the uh, the community's uh, care and concern because that's not what it's designed for. Capitalism is a parasitic system and it's made, it's a pimp system. They need pimps and they need hoes. And unfortunately, no matter how rich you are in the black community, no matter how much uh, uh, fake power you think you have, you are a hoe because of the fact that every time you get paid, you got to pay taxes. Every time you go to spend your money, you have to pay taxes. And they don't have to do shit but collect. It's a pimp hoe system. 
keep on bringing the money. You work for them, you help them build their shit, and you recycle their system of oppression. You know, so we feel that uh, when folks are talking about defunding the police, start with yourself. Invest in community patrol. Invest in situations where if, if you don't want to uh, deal with the motherfuckers, go ahead and uh, there's organizations like ours. Go to communitymovementbuilders.org. You know what I mean? Send us a message and say, look, we want to get down with what y'all are talking about. Go to Renegade Culture Podcast. Say, listen, we really fuck with y'all. We want to put some money where, where, where our mouths are. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we build this shit. We need a communications apparatus. We need more networks. I was speaking to another uh, another brother who is a close comrade of ours that has a, a news outlet that we fuck with about us consolidating because of the fact that we need one channel of pure news. Mm-hmm. We need black news all yeah. the time where folks can go on their phone, where they can have this shit, whether it's on the internet or whatever. They need We need to, to uh, combat their propaganda machine. Because right now they're fucking us up because of the fact that everybody's listening to what the news has to say. Fuck what the news has to say. Fuck the, the police and their corporate sponsors. You know, let's do this people thing. With, with that said, I want to challenge all our young renegades out there when it comes to building these apps and this technology. We need all that right about now. We need yeah. those apps so as soon as we get pulled over or whatever, it's contacting everybody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that community thing we need to do right now where I see a whole lot of black businesses really bubbling. People are really like, yo, we're going to put our money into our communities now because they know that other people don't give a fuck. That's the only way we're going to come up. Mike Flo from Dead Press and I started a program some years ago um, called Cop Block. And what we would do, they used to have a lot of roadblocks around. So what we would do when we, when anybody caught a roadblock and started with a roadblock, we text everybody in our phone and our network, mm-hmm. have them text in people, let them know, look, don't go to Joseph Lowry because of the fact that these motherfuckers got a, a, a roadblock going on over there. Now, some people be like, well, you know, what's the problem if you, you know, my shit's legit. It, it, it's not about your shit being legit. Philandro Castile's shit was legit up in um, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When, he, when they murdered him in front of his child and they murdered him in front of his, in, in front of his wife. So it, it doesn't, being legit don't mean shit. If you black in America, then you guilty, uh, <laughs> you guilty by default. You understand what I'm saying? Because of your melanin. So we have to be clear. So we got to implement things like that. So I agree with the ear doctor mm-hmm. for the first time in all the renegade culture. <laughs> <laughs> we need these fucking apps. So all the yeah. app builders, all you tech, yeah. tech junkies, yeah. fuck with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All our white allies that want to, you know, you don't know what to do. Look, put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. Fuck that. Yo, hey, listen, man. A lot of you motherfuckers are benefiting off of stolen resources. You've been receiving mm-hmm. stolen goods. You, you, it, your ancestors have parlayed an empire you motherfuckers live off of that shit. That's right. Now, is that racist? No, motherfucker. You know what time it is. Don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you want to support, put your money where your mouth is. Stop emailing me, inboxing me, calling me. Yeah. We ain't having that Malcolm moment. What can I do? Put your money where your motherfucking mouth is. We'll show you what to do. That's hey, right. it's Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can go ahead. For Christmas, they give money for, for Jesus' uh, birthday so they can give money Juneteenth for us. Any black person you know, send some money, cash app them, there you go. You put some money here. We're gonna now he went there. off the deep end. Now he started sounding. You would like always be. I'm just saying. Why he not? He said <laughs> Juneteenth gonna be Christmas. I guess it will. <laughs> I like, it might as well. Y'all want to help so much? There I you get go. the sentiment we, though. Yeah. We need. Yeah, we, get the we get. We need that economy coming yeah. this way. That's yeah. right. Don't be talking about about looting. Your family looted the whole fucking continent, right? Yeah, right. Africa. They looted. They looted the Americas. Yeah, I know what looting is. Hey, them motherfuckers. I mean, you gotta give it to them motherfuckers. They stole mm-hmm. everything, including all black asses. Yeah, exactly. They didn't leave nothing. To <laughs> they took us, too. Like, hold on, man. What's going on? <laughs> took my land, took my food, <laughs> took my woman, took me. God damn. Took my weed. Shit. Look, took God Naka's weed. Right. Man, yeah. Whatever, man. Let's take, let's take a break and come back and talk about some more, man. Anyway, nope. you listen to Renegade Coaches. In front of you, new. I got flesh wounds bigger than you. Funny how they all want to watch my steps. Where they got it right on my shoes. Yes, I asked them to extend that particular song, but you know, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) that would be too much like someone listening. We just do a little pre production here. Sometimes it's already done and ready. Shout out to the new intern, the new intern here, intern number 19. Hey, okay. Keela, can I say your name Keela on the air? You don't mind Keela? 
She said she minds, that's why she said key. But oh, sorry. my bad. Kira. You know how you like to inform people. Yeah, no, she, my bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like I'm gonna see her again because she's gonna be fired after the show, so it don't make no difference. Smile <laughs> <laughs> gonna give her, her her maiden name, date of birth, social, like where mama went to school at. Oh, like is the IRS it's looking for your girl? What's going on? If it is, don't worry about it. They got you now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on a serious note. There's been a number of lynchings going on. I mean, so many, so so much so that, that we can't even keep up. I know it was two in California. I understand there was one in New York. I think it was one in Texas. Uh, they found a noose up in uh, uh, in Northern California. Mm-hmm. One of the, the earliest cases that we worked on when I came out to Atlanta in 2004 was the lynching of Bernard Burton. And I want to shout out Bernard Burton and his mom. Um, we had folks like... Uh, our organization, FTP, the POCC, we had uh, Cynthia McKinney, uh, Professor Griffin, a number of us, we put together a campaign because of a young man by the name Bernard Burden, 20-something years old. He had a, 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 a white girlfriend, and um, he messed around, and her brother had was known to have a noose hanging in his bedroom, just on his wall or whatever. So one day, by and by, Bernard Burden is found in the backyard lynch. And it was ruled by the uh, the autopsy, the uh, coroner ruled that he committed suicide. Now, if you saw how the brother was hanging, he's a rather heavy brother. It was impossible, I mean, for him to have been lynched the way he the way he was. So that was a case. That was one of those cases, and, and that's been the sentiment across the board. The the government, the police, the state has yet to rule any of these lynchings a homicide or murder. They keep talking about these folks committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Now the ill shit about that, man, most brothers mm-hmm. I know in the hood, I mean, these motherfuckers ain't tying their shoes, let alone tying a noose and lynch themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, most brothers that you think of, you know, they have more creative ways to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Besides going out in the fucking park or in a parking lot and hanging themselves from a tree. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So um, we're clear that uh, these white supremacists are yes. upset. Just like the police, just like these these bitches that chased Ahmaud Aubrey down, you know, uh, in uh, back in February, you know, we, we realized that these white slave patrollers, you know, the Klan is back. You got uh, this idiot in the in, in the office, this fucking czar, who uh, just told y'all the other day that um, what he say he, he made Juneteenth famous and all oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. This 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 cocksucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's the nicest, nicest words I can think of. <laughs> His bitch ass. Talking about he made Juneteenth. But, you know, Jake made Juneteenth famous. So, you know, shout out to Robert Fuller and Malcolm Harsh. They're two brothers who were lynched. They were found dead when they days with each other in California. Um, I know folks out there in Palmdale uh, protesting. I know some of our folks in uh, uh, Victorville uh, where Malcolm Harsh was found outside a library lynch, which is 50 miles away from Calm down. Calm down. Um, also in New York, I haven't—I don't have the brother's name right now, but I, I just keep hearing about these lynchings. We've been hearing about it for years in Mississippi, in Arkansas, in Georgia. So it's not a new thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not a new thing at all. We see with the case of Kendrick Johnson, where he went to school and was found in a rolled-up mat. They said, said he dropped his fucking shoe yeah. in a mat, and he climbed down in it, and he, he died. And I mean, yeah, you know, just yeah. all types of dumb shit. You know, and I think some so, of this is speaking to the rise of the, the you, you spoke of the Klan and this white militia movement, right? There's, a, there's this white militia movement, which has always been around, and they're more unified than ever, and they're behind Trump, and they want to make sure that he stays in office, and they're preparing for what they think right. is going to be a race war. And they have, you know, they've got, you know, the, the calculation in the United States is that there's more guns in the street than actual people. So, and these right. white militias are armed to the teeth and, and, and it's been talked about, like you said, like these things are being called suicides, but they are so suspicious. They're, they're linked to the history of terror to black people in this country. And for folks not to investigate or not to do more to try to bring out what could be possible, other things that have taken place when they know that there's not clear evidence of a suicide speaks to the cover up. And it speaks to the rise of these militias which are even starting to come to some black rallies, right? These militias who are disguising themselves online as Antifa 
and calling for folks to come out to different places. So this this stuff is on the rise happening. And again, you know, whether we like it or not, some of the, 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 the real question is, are we prepared to handle it? Are we prepared in our community for when these folks with their cop friends, with their National Guard friends, with their military friends, come to our communities, what is our responses, right? Because they have, they have the weaponry. And so we have to start right. thinking about things on that line. This is, this is an unprecedented era we're in. I'm not saying it's a revolutionary era. I'm not sure about that, that yet. I'm not saying it's the start of a new movement century or anything like that. I'm not sure about that yet. But I know it's an unprecedented time and era with this, this complete idiot in the White House who's overtly white supremacist, this COVID-19, these killings of, of black people, um, and the responses that have been heightened. And, and again, this is now the longest uh, consistent demonstration since the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968. So we obviously are having a moment here of, 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 um, of, of action and reaction, right? And I don't know what's going to happen, if some, some other incident's going to happen that's going to bring out something more, if some other new vein of, of, of um, disease is going to come ha- up, up, up at us, if Trump is going to get mad and call out the guard again. We just don't know at this stage. That means we've got to start getting prepared so that we understand other folks are at war and they're trying to hold on to power. We seem to be right. begging these folks to give us some power as opposed to understanding that you can't beg anybody for power. Power is something you take and you control and you hold on to. That's right. Political, political power comes out, of, comes out the barrel of it, <clears throat> as Miles stated. Um, mm-hmm. I want to point out that I've just, uh, an update, <clears throat> there's been five folks who have been found lynching, lynched over the past week and a half. Five. So there was a 17-year-old this past Wednesday and they're found in a, uh, in a tree in an elementary school playground in Spring, Texas. On Monday, there was a Latino man found hung in, uh, found hanged in Houston. And there's been hangings also reported in New York City, as well as the other two cases that, that I talked about in Victorville and Palmdale. And there's been a hate crime probe that's begun in uh, Oakland, California, after five nooses were found hanging from trees in the city of Oakland. Okay, now, a strange if, if no one has told you, <clears throat> if you don't know by now, we are at war. Unfortunately, they're at war, and we're in a war. We're being a victim. We're victims of war. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's it, it, it's a fucking massacre, and we are we we're the uh, we, we're we're the, the guinea pig. We're the victims. So you have to arm yourselves. And, and yes, I, I'm I'm officially calling for every brother and sister who has the right, who who has uh, that Second Amendment and they, they, they feel comfortable, <clears throat> go get your legal firearm. And for brothers and sisters who can't, take your ass to fucking Home Depot, get a tool belt, get a fucking, a, a, a fucking nail gun, a hammer, a machete, take your ass to Walmart, whatever, a screwdriver, whatever you could to defend yourself. A tool belt is legal. A motherfucker grab you, put that goddamn hammer on his goddamn scalp. You get up off you. Get you a, a machete so you can make sure that you're clearing the land. And if somebody actually walk up in that in front of that motherfucker by accident, then utilize that shit as a tool to defend yourself. You know what I mean? So you can carry knives, you can carry tasers, all that shit. You have to arm yourself. And don't be caught alone because these motherfuckers are looking. They are hyenas looking for lions. We're the lions and the hyenas will always come together to try to jump the young lions. Don't get caught the fuck out fucking with these bastards. I say this next week, if you tune in to Playback TV on the next episode, we're going to have a sister showing other sisters and other brothers how to load a gun and how to clean it and stuff we need to know at this time to move forward because we need to protect ourselves. Okay, so sister's going to teach Naka how to load his BB gun so when he go outside, he can knock them birds the fuck out. That's right. Get them birds. Birds keep shitting on your head. Finally. (laughs) You're going to make a comeback. Hey, yo, also I wanted to point out um, about us coming together. We got uh, in a – I know we never really talk about sports, but in the NBA we got Kyrie Irving saying, yo, finally, let's start our own league. Let's stop dealing with these, these, these owners and let's do our own thing. We got too much money, too many oh, – we're all the athletes. Why aren't we starting our own league? So shout out to him for, you know, finally pushing that forward. He better get some – he better up his security. Because mm. of the fact that when you're talking about their yeah. money, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look at this shit. Think about this because you motherfuckers have forgotten. <clears throat> For the last couple of years, you had Kaepernick screaming 
you know, with the whole kneeling and all that type shit. These motherfuckers came with everything under the sun about why they couldn't kneel and it was uh, anti-American and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you got cops kneeling, you got National Guards kneeling. I mean, this shit's so crazy. We're in the state of Georgia for our listeners outside of here. And I'm walking in the stores <laughs> and supermarkets. These white folks are so fucking friendly. I'm confused. I'm in the bathroom. Well, hi. Like, can I help you? Right? Give me a tissue. Can I wipe your ass? So you get the fuck away from me, man? I mean, these motherfuckers is extra special these days. Did you see the Kinte Kinte Clough thing? Oh, my God, dude. That was the most yeah, ridiculous thing. Yeah, the same bro. Kinte Clough you had. That's why I wondered if you had <laughs> You got yours from the guy. Oh, my God. They sit for the same goddamn African, oh, so African chop shop yeah. over in I- the West End. I want to come back to that, but I was going to also, I, I wanted to hit on something that Nakaj was hitting on too. Like, you know, and there's a, a sports writer, Jamila, Jamila Hill, I think her name is, who uh, used to be on ESPN and now she writes for The Atlantic. And she wrote this fantastic article, uh, maybe like about nine months ago, before this kind of stuff broke out. And she was talking about how, you know, with the, the Fab Five in high school, like they all knew each other, you know, these the kids that went to Michigan and so forth. Like, what if, these same kids have gathered together and said, let's go to a traditionally black school, right? Let's go to a black school and build up that program. I mean, this is the time for people to rethink. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying now schools, you know, not that we nominally control are always doing the right. best for our folks, but there's no way to get them to do better unless we put pressure on them. Mm. And if we can bring resources to those schools, yeah. then maybe they have just a little less reason to, to go out and, and get some white conservative to give them money or ask the government to give them money. So I, I, I do think that you are right that there is a, again, there's this moment now that we can push some of these so-called radical ideas to get people to come back to the fold. Now, some of these capitalist-minded motherfuckers, they own it for the short term, right? They own it for the like, yo, this is, this is what's happening right now. Oh, I got to get on the good side of history because otherwise I'm going to look bad and my money going to be in jeopardy. That's why you got everybody, white and or black, from from, from the uh, Pelosi to like, uh, um, you had the, the, the head of J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Jamie right. Diamond, kneeling hmm. in terms of making a, right. a, what he thought was a black uh, uh, matters, uh, black lives matter black lives matters. Yeah, um, in front of his vaults. I was like, motherfucker, you better get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, exactly. who, who's buying that? I, told, I go on right. Amazon to watch something and they got Black Lives Matter up there. Like, I, like I'm like i supposed to believe that you care now about black people? Exactly. All of a sudden. Yo, but they, they, they Aunt Jemima, they're trying to change the Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Yeah, they got yeah. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. Look, like, I told motherfucker, I was, I was I did this interview earlier, and they was like, well, you know, dudes are proud. Like, man, you know, they, they, they changed it, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Woo! I said, man, I don't care about Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, Ben Carson, Ben <laughs> Jealous, Ben Chavis, Benedict, Arnold, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of these bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because in the real world, in the real world, none of the motherfuckers are on my side of history. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Shout out to those. I, I know I just ain't a couple bands or whatever that, that that are trying somewhat. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, y'all know why I said what the fuck I said. So, y'all hear this. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing personal. It's renegade coach. Yeah. What the fuck we do over there. You yeah. know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, so fuck Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. And uh, all that other bullshit. Yeah. You know y'all still keeping, y'all still keeping that money. You're not giving them. Y'all, y'all not making no real yeah, changes. Y'all nah. trying to give some quiet yeah. money, some hush money, Hell some shut up money. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, they doing all kinds of shit. You got motherfuckers. I'm getting emails. Uh, you know, this is SoundCloud, and we just want you know that Black Lives Matter, and <laughs> we've donated to. Okay, nigga, let let's wave our subscription for the fuck. Wave that that fee for the year, bitch. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You really love her. I'm telling you, we should have really took advantage of this Juneteenth. We should have made it a next uh, holiday of giving black people money. Man, fuck that. The whole year. Sound Umar-ish. Don't sound Umar-ish. Let's not go that far, Dr. Umar. Yeah, exactly. This motherfucker right here. The views and opinions of the air, doctor, is out of whack, nigga. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's crazy, though? I mean, you know, this whole whole black, you know, black is back, black love situation is ill because of the fact that I mean, on the real tomorrow, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm invited to Uh-oh. speak at four different Juneteenth. Now, mm-hmm. now I've seen like just in Atlanta alone about 19 Juneteenth. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And before that, I only know one person, Bob Johnson, my man. Shout out Bob Johnson, yeah, Bob. who was doing Juneteenth mm-hmm. faithfully. Yeah. Now, I don't even see him doing it this this year. I, don't, I hope he's all right. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, it's like Juneteenth is everywhere right now. Being black is is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. 
I'm, I mean, I remember motherfuckers used to be like, hey, man, you still in that black shit? Yeah. <laughs> right? Motherfuckers ask me, is I still in that black shit? I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be on? Greek shit? Like, Greek shit? Like, <laughs> dog shit? But anyway, you listen to Renegade Culture, where we oh. just say the most outrageous shit that yeah. you can think of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you can find the ear doctor, knocking the ear doctor. You can find Luce, who's always quiet on the boards over there and shit, chilling. You know what I'm saying? That brother right there. If y'all don't know Luce Weed, man, listen, man. No other brother in the in the city of Atlanta can walk around with Creflo Dollar black church sock on top of his head <laughs> and have a Jamaican accent. Don Dada, he's a super guy. No one can do that shit right there. Hey yo, when we come when we come back, we're gonna come back with a fun fact too. A fun fact. Fun fact. Let's yeah. go. Fun size. The fuck is this? Eminem? You listen to Renegade Coach. Snakes crushed beneath feet, brushing teeth, squeak clock cleaning, shocking demons. I'm like shocking demons dropping schemers while I'm copping sneakers. I'm on top, reach up. I'm like black jeans, you cannot stop the features. Spitting raps mean since back on the bleachers. I'm as black as Jesus. Hyperbole, superbly spit. You high urgently observing these scripts. I'm like the nerve of these pricks. I serve them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that you in the background here, Doctor? I saw you in the video, hey, baby. You, yeah, man. You know, I've been in a couple videos. Off, so I knew it was you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. You know, you okay. know. Can I, can I give you a, uh, yeah, that's Ekendio from the Mighty uh, Lions Den, all nice and decent crew. You know what I'm all saying? Right. Yeah. But I wanted to give a fun fact real quick. I'm up here spinning the album. Okay. And the album is this right here. Okay. The book thing. Now tell us, Kalanji, about the Bush Babies. Yo, back in the day, we used to do uh, some booking and promotion for the Bush Babies. We run Ting, Ting the run we. What? You know what I'm saying? Them cats right there, they, they, they was hot. They from Brooklyn, come out, even know about them. Nope. Ah, nope. Nah, I know he did. I mean, if you were running you them, I'm sure about. I don't know about them. If you was, if you was wow. involved in them. Cat don't, <laughs> cat don't know the Bush Babies. Anybody know the Bush Babies over there? I know the Bush Babies, B. Hey, I know. Right. I, I, I mean, I, I, that's Baby your claim to fame, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, what you do? You anyway. got the water, me? What you do for the Bush babies? Uh, no, I was telling them we, we was robbing cats that look like you and shit. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> get that cat, yo, get that cat right there. Brooklyn, you was like, getting robbed. Hanging them, them over the Brooklyn Bridge. That, that Connecticut, that Connecticut accent, you was getting robbed. Like, Mr. Franklin, your services with no longer be watered. I'm from Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut. Okay. He, he popping that shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't make me get Griff back on the show, Mr. Franklin. What the fuck, Mr. Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> Rip had him shook, nigga. Hey, yo, what's up? And John Batard. Shout out to John Batard. Yeah. Came, came through, you know what I'm saying, with opposing uh, some of Kamal's facts. But it was no, all good. With no facts. Right opposing Kamal's facts with no facts. But you know, you got to give him some yo, credit up? for speaking. What's up with this Candace Owens chick? Why did Dave Chappelle on a special go in on her? Like Candace Owens? <laughs> <laughs> because she is a she's the latest in the right in the, in the black she's better than Stacey Dash. She's got no facts. Really? Right? And she's just coming out with these right-wing ideas about everything black and she is now the, the the folks that Fox News loves to put on about how the cops are our friends, um how we just need to pull ourselves up our bootstrap, how Trump is our president. So that's why he ragged on her because she's just the latest in the in the mm. and unfortunately a long line of black uncle tom and boot and bootlickers and so right, she needs right. to get ripped off yeah she's a piece of shit it's funny i saw this meme today it said uh candace owens looked like uh somebody ordered gabrielle union from wish she could be the new aunt jemima and ben carson could be the new uncle ben you know what i'm saying that's that's just what it's goofy motherfuckers yes i you got yeah. Ben Carson. This motherfucker was, was, was he a heart surgeon or some shit? Was he, was he a heart surgeon? Supposedly, yep, yep. Yeah, this motherfucker. He did one thing good in his life. Oh, man, he's dumb as fuck. I mean, Just, on that joint right there, he was the man. Then all of a sudden, uh, Trump was like, hey, Ben, <laughs> you, you grew up a nigga in the projects. Nigga. Learn exactly. Yeah. You should be over housing. Run hood. <laughs> run public housing. Yeah, run public housing. And it's like, yeah, I mean, nigga. Ben Carson makes you feel like anybody can do it. It's like, this nigga was man, a heart man. surgeon? Talking like that? Man. It makes you that feel like anybody can do it. Maybe he, man, maybe it is a bootstrap thing for this dude. Because I'm like... Nigga, I'm, I'm trying to find out if anybody survived his heart surgery. Exactly. Right now. I'm like, I'm going to put 
<laughs> what, 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 a lemonade stand in their chest. Like, fuck yo, put me a heart. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> put a, a car battery in their chest. Like, so, so like we were saying though, yo, I mean, if y'all, if y'all, if our listeners out there, y'all want to get involved, y'all need to get involved yeah. now. Y'all need to be mm-hmm. contacting our organizations. Y'all need to be giving some resources. Right. Y'all need to be lining up. Since since black is is on the attack, I need to be on the front lines of this struggle and 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 join us in trying to protect our community and or have us join you in trying to protect the community because right. we all need to be in this together. Right, and I, I want to point out um, that we've been we have years of experience as far as the the activists and freedom fighters. We have former political prisoners. We have doctors. We have attorneys. We have uh, scholars, professors. Uh, just everyday grassroots freedom fighters, the whole nine, you know, and we have, we are part of a collective, the Seattle movement or the People's Army, where we have the community movement builders, we have the African Martial Arts Institute, we have the Urban Survival Preparedness Institute, we have the FTP movement, Mama's Army, Seattle Youth Corps, we have something for everybody, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, the National Coalition of Combat Police Terrorism, Freedom Home Academy, we have films coming out, we have music videos, we have all types of shit we've been doing for years. We are, are totally grassroots, on the ground. We've been working for the fight for the rights of political prisoners. We've been fighting police brutality. We've been fighting hunger, housing injustice, the whole nine. And we are against oppression as a whole, not just in the community here, but all across the globe. We fight mm-hmm. against oppression, whether, whether it's uh, the fight or the, uh, the Palestinian fight or you know shit going on in Venezuela, shit going on in, in, in the Congo, you know what I'm saying? Wherever it's at. We're not sitting around souping people up talking about no fucking, uh, we in Wakanda. We ain't in no fucking fictional ass land. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, it's more like Rwanda around this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're going to fight. And, um, you know, we need y'all on the right side of history. That's the bottom right. line. We're not just a couple motherfucking talking shit on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. And shout out to the new renegades out there. Um, big up to, we got Kelly Franklin. Big up to Scott Dunn. We got a lot of new renegades that's following the page. So. Okay. Keep doing that. We give you a shout out. We do like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to let you know, Kelly Franklin is my niece, son. <laughs> oh, word. Big okay, up. That's my okay. niece. Come out, come out about to follow her. You know what I'm saying? It's my niece. I got to follow you. What's wrong with you? Don't look at her again. I'll you look at her. you look at my niece, man. I'll be at, I'll be at playback stands in a second. I'm at the ear doctor. There won't be no more public, no social distancing. They're going to be stop looking at my niece. <laughs> Renegade coach, y'all. Hey, hey, I'm, hey. I'm still trying to meet yeah. your sister. <laughs> you, man. Renegade coach, y'all. Earth. <laughs> God's and earth. He's a piece of earth. <laughs> anyway, listen to Renegade coach. Y'all know what the fuck they talk about. You had a fun fact. What was your fact? That was it. You did it already, nigga. What's wrong with you? God damn, where oh, was he at? Hey, the show, B. Out the fun manage- I'm saying that shit, that shit wasn't fun, motherfucker. He's fucking high on his T-shirt. I don't know what the fuck. It was, coach it was out. fun to realize. Like <laughs> He's like, I'm getting high off a of man. Cut the goddamn show. <laughs> 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 Pretty good coaches. We out. We out. Yeah. <laughs>